the book up for review today on Night to Noon is the latest from the Australian novelist Charlotte Wood, Stone Yard Devotional. Joining me to review it is Laura Cagle, who's in our Christchurch studio. Kia ora, Laura. Kia ora, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. The story of a woman who gives up the city life for a nunnery despite being an atheist. Yes, interesting uh, premise there, isn't it? Um, as you said, this is the latest offering from Charlotte Wood, an Australian author. She um, is probably best known for her most her two most recent novels, The Natural Way of Things and The Weekend, both of which I really, really loved. So I was looking forward to reading this. It was you know top of my summer reading list. It came out late last year. So with with The Natural Way of Things and and the weekend, both of those novels have women at the centre, and and this this follows the same vein, and it returns to the isolated, um, sort of outback feeling setting of the natural way of things. But where where the weekend is is focused around women's friendships, Stoneyard Devotional is is isolated by design. This follows a woman who has left her career in Sydney, her left her marriage, and she goes to return to the small town where she grew up to stay in in a commune, really, a secluded religious community, a, a Catholic community, in the Monero Plains in, in New South Wales. So she's not joining a cult. She, she's going to find contemplation and reflection and and isolation it's really really about her wanting to disappear from her life the um the community that she goes to she describes it as having the feeling of a 1970s health resort or an eco commune but is not welcoming she says i think they they tolerate the visitors who wish to join them for short stays or long stays various people who come and join them in prayer and appreciate solitude uh, there's there's a um you know, wryly comical cast of characters, the different sisters who have chosen to live their lives there. There's a shop that sells, you know, awful handmade candles and cards. It's um, it's it's written like a diary, and because of that, you never know the name of the woman who's who's writing it. And even you know, even though it's got sort of lovely comical touches, it's really reflective and prayer like. In the writing, it's it, it touches on grief, it touches on on guilt, and it's this is definitely not a pacey read. It's more like a parable, and and reads more like a novella than than a than a real novel in, in, in pace and scope. Well, I, I wondered if it was almost something of a meditation. Yeah, in some it definitely ways. has that feeling to it. There are there are um, three visitations that happen throughout the novel. One is a plague of mice, so you know you're you're in the you're in the biblical vein here, but not unrealistic as we know no, in recent yep, years. I've seen Australia. them on TV in Australia. Yep, absolutely. And as it's described here, the you know it just gets more and more, more and more grotesque. Actually, it's quite revolting. And the other two visitations are, are two uh, a, a woman that comes um, who is a, a woman from the main character's childhood. And she brings with her the bones of a former sister um, of the community. And she she has met her tragic death overseas. And years later, they've recovered the bones and they're bringing them back back to, to bury. It's, 
it's you know Charlotte Wood is a is a very good writer. She she has beautiful writing, and I what I felt really let down by here wasn't the writing, but the the publishing of of the book. The paperback copy that I have is. Um, the cover is like a looks like an outback noir, you know that that genre that's really popular at the moment, and I love that too. But this very much is not that, you know. The cover, the cover on my copy is complete with the trope of the woman walking away, which you see so often in publishing, and I think it just lends a bit of a generic tone that is not there in this book, and it, it has much more of an affinity with. Um, Elizabeth Strout's My Name is Lucy Barton or Ghost Wall by Sarah Moss, except it's got that overtone of reflection rather than terror to it that that Ghost Wall has. There is, having said that though, there's something slightly less sharp about this and, and I don't know whether that's down to the vastness of the setting against the idea of wanting to disappear. The sort of, there's this very... Um, um, very contemplative, very mysterious tone to it that almost you can't quite put your finger on, and and as such, it's quite beautiful, but it's sort of um, hard to pin down as well. Is it a narrative-driven novel? It doesn't sound like it. No, no, no. It's definitely not. I mean, you know, it's got the plot points there, but it's it's not plot based. It's really it's more of a contemplation and and I guess a devotion and and a prayer. And, you know, the landscape is vast. I'm not sure the appeal of this would be vast, but if you if you fancy a, a quite a quick um, contemplative read, uh, then it might be one for you. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. Cheers. Laura Cagle reviewing Stone Yard Devotional, the latest book by Charlotte Wood, published in New Zealand, although Laura reckons the cover could have been a little bit more, I guess, um, truth to what was inside it by Alan and Unwin.